Guys, welcome to episode 110 of the My Mate podcast. I literally just recorded this. Well, I thought I was recording it and I actually hadn't pressed record. So I was fucking hating life just then for a second, but it's all right. I picked myself up, dusted myself off and uh, we're back into it. Anyway, episode 110 of the show, Water Fasting and Relational Polarity with Siobhan Lou, who is my other half and uh, she's probably the better half, let's be honest. Guys, this episode... We, we hit two important points, and I wanted to just break them down a little bit before we get into the show. Water fasting is basically just either reducing or completely eradicating food from your diet uh, for however long you can possibly tolerate. We, we barely did three days, and then we had to eat, and my God, those vegetables were some of the tastiest vegetables I've ever eaten in my entire life. That, that first crunch of broccoli was literally like I was just railing ecstasy and food and parmesanas all in one slug off the table. It was sensational. Oh God, I wish I could have that moment again. But uh, we did it for spiritual reasons. People do it for physiological, for the physiological benefits. We wanted to kind of find out who we were um, without the uh, major primitive need of food, you know, even just temporarily. And it's very fascinating, like what happens to the mind, you know, when you're no longer thinking about food or, you know, your day is no longer revolving around the next meal, um, you know, kind of, you're, you're kind of left to your own vices, you know, and it's just kind of like, oh shit, you know, there's so much more time in a day if I'm not always thinking about this. You know, we often attribute time to, you know, getting things done throughout the day, but time is often, time is something that we've invented, you know, and time is, uh, I think the more time we have is proportional to the, you know, the, uh, the amount of thoughts we have in our, you know, ruminating our heads. And when you have less thinking, you have less decisions to make, i.e. without having to think about food, there is more time. So it's a, painful paradox because there's more time when you're fasting but you also have far less energy to get things done so we were just kind of watching a shitload watching heaps and heaps of outlander um and uh we we highly recommend you watch outlander as well but what water fasting was really cool we really really enjoyed it and um it culminated in a very climactic event, which you'll have to listen to the show to find out kind of how it all ended there but yeah no fantastic stuff there and the other aspect of the show, guys, is relational polarity. You know, the the the, the intertwining uh, essences of masculinity and femininity, and how those, you know, the 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 embankment of a river and the river itself kind of flow in relationships. And it is the yin, the yin and yang of life, and yin and yang permeate uh, the human soul and the relationship as well as we see them outside. And um, it's important to know kind of how these essences flow within us so that we can be our best selves, you know, and spiritual teachers like David Data and John Wyland, um, even Guru Jagat, they talk about how, you know, roughly 80% of guys have a masculine core and obviously they have feminine core, uh, they have feminine essences flowing through them. I have a strong feminine essence comes out when I write, when I flow in my podcast, you know, the flow states of feminine essence. Um, but where we reside fundamentally in cultivating these these cores is is so important, you know, and um, and women predominantly have a feminine essence, and there's you know roughly I'm not even sure where they got these numbers from, but 
10%, the roles, the cores are switched. And then there's also a further 10% where they're predominantly neutral. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just a wonderful area of relationship um, study and discovery work that Shimon and I are interested in for both personal and professional reasons because a lot of relationship topic points come up in our professional work too. And we obviously want to be better in um, providing that work from a, from an educated standpoint to you guys. Um, so we talk about masculinity and femininity and kind of, you know, how those roles can, 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 you know, really flow within each other um, within the self and within a relationship as well. And we're certainly very excited to bring more of that um, work to you. The more we learn about it and the more we write about it and the more we share about it, and um, so definitely recommend you follow the journey if that speaks to you. And, um, you know, the, the final thing I would just say, guys, is we live in a world now where everyone is an expert at something, you know, or at least they say they do. And um, it's so important. And I'm, and I'm genuinely speaking um, about me here as well. There have been some things here that have fundamentally changed my life, you know, what I've studied and how I've integrated that into those practices. But if that doesn't speak to you or you found something else, please reach out to me and let me know. Like I can genuinely say for sure that the reason I do this podcast is to learn and I can only learn so far without feedback. And the feedback that I get from these shows is so wonderful. What, what I love about you guys so much is that you tell me when I'm doing a good job and you tell me when I need to improve. And that improvement, and and you know, you're not, you're not so some most of you aren't so hard down the line, but um that, that, you know, oh, you know, did you, could, you could have spoken about this or if you read this, this might change your viewpoint here. Um, the idea of, you know, the mind make community is so that we can all grow and share and be better people. So that certainly doesn't exclude me, um, at all. And, um, anyway, guys, little, little segue there, but a little tangent, uh, episode 110, water fasting and relational polarity with Siobhan Lou. I hope you enjoy the show guys. And as always love you lots. Hey, Vaughn. Hi. Welcome back. Thanks. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been longer than we intended. Yeah. When, when was the last episode? What number? We wanted to do 100. Yeah, I know. That ended up going down the drain. What number is this? <clears throat> 112? 11? I think. Something like that. Ooh, 1111. I can cope with that. <laughs> yes. Very true. I think the last one was like the, in the 80s. Okay. Mm. Cool. Has been ages. It has been a long time. Yeah. What's happened in your world? Uh, all the things. All the things. Um, I changed my name on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> That's been like a big thing I've been thinking about for a while. So I'm not the breathwork shit, but I'm Siobhan Lou Breathwork. I know. And I'm loving it. Really loving it. I'm just trying to navigate my way around that right now, though. Changing it from professional to personal. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had two pages, and I'm like, I can't be fucked, like, running two pages. I just want... I mean, the shed is all kind of personal stuff anyway, so why not combine the two of them? And especially while we're in isolation, you know? I know. It's all personal breath work, so I just wanted to make it one massive thing. Yeah. I've kind of not started with it yet, but I've just changed the name. That was the first step, and now I'm figuring it all out. Mm. That's new. That's very big, though. Yeah, it's good because people will start to see like all of who you are. Yeah. Not just the breath work because that's one aspect, but you also yeah. love. What are some other things? Well, you they love? were on like two separate pages. So right. 
I love <clears throat> you. <laughs> Good. My two dogs. I love drinking coffee, wine, you know, mm. hanging out with epic people. Mm. Yeah, and just really good discussions. So now I can bring them all on one page instead of like, yeah, I just, I didn't even think about the other page in the end. Mm. That was it. I know. It's good. I think it's good as well to, um, for people to see, not that it ultimately matters because it's like your Instagram and you can do whatever you want with it, but. I do. Yes, and, <laughs> and you do. But having the balance of like, yes, breathwork is an incredible healing modality and this and this, but I also love to drink red wine and, yeah, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I'm human. Yeah. I'm not a shed. Exactly. Yes, you're not a shed. That's true. But I am a shed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The shed is a part of you. Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. What do you think will change? Everything. Like, I'm, I'm planning. I'm planning. I just want it all to change. So that's mm. why I'm kind of navigating at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And you did a water fast last week. I know. We did one. We did one, yes. But you brought the idea to our attention. Yeah, and I wanted to do it for spiritual reasons. It wasn't just in case anyone was like, oh, what, what, like, you know, people normally do fast for, like, weight loss stuff or whatever. But Mm. I wanted to see what would happen with, like, our thoughts and, you know, the attachment. And, yeah, so we did – we were meant to do five days and we lasted three but we got heaps from it. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it was really fucking hard. Like, so hard. Mm. It was probably the hardest fast I've ever done. Yeah, and you've done juice fasts and things yeah. before as well. Yeah. So that is actually saying something. And, like, taking time off coffee. And if anyone knows I'm obsessed with coffee, you know. But stuff like that, That this was the hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah. Yeah. What was the spiritual part about it? Like, how... Um, for people that aren't aware, like, how could not eating food be spiritual? Uh, just to clear... Well, for me, it was, like, clearing my mind and my body and the thoughts of, like, when am I eating and what time's food and, like, just taking that um, that area out of our, our lives mm. and just to see if, like, it would cleanse the body, the mind, you know, like, it's all one. Um, and it did like, oh my God, the first night I did it, my thoughts were insane, like insane. <laughs> there was, and I can't even explain them. They were just racing like a million miles an hour. And I'm like, whoa, this is weird. <laughs> what were they? What? What were the thoughts? I just said, I can't explain Oh, them. you can't even They're explain They're just them. like, just going nuts. Yeah. Um, and the meditations were. They were amazing. Yeah. 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 We sat in, um, silence for about 20 minutes. Yeah. And there were crazy thoughts, mm. weird thoughts coming up. Yeah, I was getting all these like swirly patterns and yeah, things. Yeah, you got like, visions. It's like I was in a float tank. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes sense, like what you said before, if you're not thinking about because so much of what we think about is like of a primitive background, mm. you know, like one thing or another. It's like, sure, you're not thinking about hunting a bear or something, but like you're thinking about food. Yeah. You know, if you take away all of those fundamental needs, it's like what – what is actually in there, you know, and you can probe some pretty deep depths. Did you find that? Yeah. Well, I just, I just found it fucking hard. (laughs) I know it was really hard and it was a good, exactly like a really good test of discipline too. Yeah. A hundred percent. And you know, we, and I'm like, we're both pretty disciplined people. So, um, but yeah, three days. I know. And why did it end up being three days, not five days? <laughs> so this is like the the downfall of it. So my, yeah, on night three, my body started going into like 
um, it, to me, it was like a seizure, <laughs> you know, like my legs and my arms were going crazy and I couldn't sell. And I said to Tom, I always <laughs> refer to if you've seen Wolf of Wall Street with yeah. his balloons. <laughs> and he can't, is it like, he can't get like down the stairs or into his car. Yeah. And I was like that. I know you were. Like I couldn't, I had to get Tom to like pull me up and sit me up and then ended up feeding me. Cause I was like, I need food. Like yeah. I can't function. Um, yeah, I couldn't do. I couldn't sit up. I couldn't do anything, it and I couldn't crazy. even. I didn't have enough energy to panic. I know. <laughs> I was like, this would be the ultimate panic attack if I had the energy to have one. I know. I know. <laughs> but I didn't, so it didn't happen. I know. But yeah, that's how it ended, and then the next day I was like back to normal in seconds. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was feeding you veggies at like twelve a.m. at night. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then I ended up raiding the fridge because I was like, this is fucking great. <laughs> and Tom's like six eggs. I know. I'm like, what are you doing? Just making eggs. Just cooking <laughs> at midnight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was weird though how fast that came on for you, you know? I know, it was in seconds. Yeah. I had it, but not to that extent, you no. know? But mm. we came to the conclusion that because, like, I didn't ease into it. I was just like, right, we're going to stop eating. And before that, mm. I was like walking Abby every single day, like training, moving, always like doing. Mm. And then we just spent three days on the sofa watching Outlander, <laughs> drinking <laughs> yeah. water. Yeah. Um, and then my body's just not used to, like, being still for that long. And mm. I reckon it just completely freaked out. I think so. If anyone has any other, like, any other theories, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. know why my body was, like, yeah. Going it was, it was disabled. shut down mode. Yeah. yeah. Completely disabled. What would you say some benefits were, though? Like, if we actually really give some uh, people some takeaways, yeah. like, what were some benefits? Um... Well, I just can't stop eating veggies. Like, I have yeah. this whole new appreciation for, like, vegetables and eating them. And realizing, like, I'm always like, oh, I just trained. Like, I need all this food. Or pre-training, mm. I'm like, oh, in case I faint or feel dizzy. And it's like, you don't need that much. Like, you really don't need that much food for whatever you're doing. Yeah. You know, especially if we can last three days with just water. Not that we could do jack shit. Um, we had broth as well. Yeah, we know. had bone broth. And mm. I had coffee because... Yeah, coffee. I've done no coffee. Before. I had tea but it wasn't caffeinated yeah because i wanted to try a caffeine fast as well yeah then we had veggie broth and bone broth yeah um but not much we had like one of each one a day one a day one yeah, yeah one broth a day um but then there are people out there that have gone 20 days without any food whatsoever so some have done the youtube ones i was watching they're like 30 days yeah. Or more. yeah so it's amazing what the human body and mind therefore are actually capable of yeah that is, and it's a good challenge like it's good to meet your kind of <clears throat> discipline and willpower at the same time mm. you know mm. and then grow it yeah because you keep pushing through yeah mm. but yeah if anyone's gonna do it like 100% 100% research the shit out of it totally Don't totally take our word for it this is just our experience <laughs> yeah 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 what would you have done if you could take have your time again like how would you prepare for the fast I wouldn't have done it <laughs> fair enough <laughs> Just say no. <laughs> just not do it. Yeah. Now, next time I'm going to do just 24-hour fast. I think they're mm. amazing and they're good just to, you know, clear the system. But, yeah, fuck that. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm all for, like, challenging and stuff, but I think that one I've just done once and whatever. And I know people that have done it and it got amazing. Like, they felt incredible. Mm. I didn't. So that was it. I think for me, I would, I would probably – I would prepare for it more. I would um, maybe chuck in, like, a 24 24- – hour fast once a week three weeks in the lead up or something yeah, so three just times to kind of get used to it yeah and then i would cut out carbohydrates and reduce that so i'd be on protein and fat yeah. reliably and then maybe only have one to two meals throughout the day mm-hmm. so i can learn because the hardest thing for me was um 
getting comfortable being bored. I know. And then be like, oh, wow. Taste. Yeah. Because so much of my time is taken up eating. thinking about food <laughs> and, and eating. Yeah. I was like eating for like 45 minutes just before. I know. Just eating a massive steak. steak. But Build. you think about when people say things like, including myself, oh, you know, I've got so much on today or I'm really busy or I don't have enough time. It's just like, do you have to eat? Yeah. Just go, go without a meal. Yeah, I know. You know? Just do another 12-hour fast. Mm-hmm. And then once you get all the stuff done that's making you busy, well, then you can eat, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Boredom was the interesting one for me. Yeah, I was fine with that. You've always been good with boredom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happy to be bored or ha- – no, happy to do nothing. I've ever, I don't think I've ever – I don't – I never use that term. Ever. No. I'm never bored. Yeah. Ever. You've always got something to do or – Yeah, I'm just happy by myself. Happy doing nothing. <laughs> happy being a loner. Yeah. Yeah, Happy we're not even dogs. in a relationship. You just kind of sit over there. <laughs> just meditating all the time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I know. I've got another question for you, Vaughn. Oh, really? Really? I have a few prepared that I didn't Do tell you, you about. Mm-hmm. Shit. Yeah. Shit. You know how um, people say that breath work is really, it's incredibly powerful for like bringing up traumatic experiences, making you more aware of like the things and events in your life that have shaped you and become who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, how can people factor in like a daily breath work meditation and why Why would a daily practice be really important as well? So how can they do the breath work? Yeah. So, well, like I say all the time on my Instagram, like the seven minute one. Mm. Um, well, they can go to my YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I've got the seven minutes on YouTube so they can look up. I think it's, I changed it. Have I changed it? Maybe it's Siobhan McLeod or Siobhan Lee. Oh, no, it's still Siobhan McLeod. Oh, is it? Siobhan McLeod. And then it's on there. And then they can practice seven minutes. They can pick two songs and practice it every single day. Um, And what the seven minutes does is it just kind of like, I always just say in like easy terms, it gets you out of a funk or out of your head. And it kind of just, what's ever going on with your thoughts, it kind of just either calms them or stops them. Um, I always come out of it just being like, fuck, I'm just totally like a reset. Mm. That's how I like to explain it. Um, and it feels so good. Mm. So good. Just a daily one. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little, and it's seven minutes. Fuck. Like yeah. who doesn't have seven minutes? You know? You actually finally have more time after you've done it as well. Cause you're yeah. like, oh wow. It creates, it creates space yeah. in your head to be like, right, what do I actually need to do? Mm. You know? Yeah. So that's how they can do seven minutes a day. And then for men, we've been discussing this a lot, I would encourage men to sit in silence for 20 minutes and breathe from their legs, like inhale from their legs. I say that to my male clients. Um, they can do the breath work in the afternoon and do 20 minutes of silence in the morning. Mm. Um, why Why is silence for men so important? Because they grow in solitude. That's where they become more masculine. Mm. Mm. Unless, of course, you're and a feminine And women man. are craving a masculine man. <laughs> <laughs> we can't all go to Scotland for them. Yeah, you say that a lot. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Right over there. That's a, good, that's a good topic of discussion, I think. Masculinity and femininity and yeah. how you see that. and How do you see those polarizing well, opposites? Um, I just, I'm like all for that. We are all completely, we're completely different, masculine and feminine. And we should celebrate that we are different. Like the feminine has their strengths, masculine has their strengths. And you know, that can be like, I'm masculine and feminine. And so are you, like we have those areas in the body. And when working with breath work, um, like the kind of right side of the body is the masculine and the left is the feminine. So whatever's coming up, I can kind of intuitively know what's going on with the breath and the body and the person through that. So I'm... 
Yes, I feel like it's important that people know it. So that's why I Mm. say for men and my male clients is like trying to sit in silence and female clients, it should be more of like the breathing and getting into the flow and dancing and singing. And I think I said it to one of the girls the other day. I was like, go, like she was like going to vacuum or whatever. I'm like, Mm. go vacuum and play some music. We like dance with your vacuum and kind of get into your body because that's how the feminine seeks their pleasure whereas mm. the male needs to be like on his own in solitude and it's very different you know yeah um it just reminds me of that scene from dude looks like from mrs doubtfire where he's yeah. like singing that song into the vacuum as well i probably should do some of that too yeah <laughs> open up your feminine yeah you know that's um yeah but that's why i say in terms of meditation females to do more of the breath work um males to sit in silence for sure and it depends on how those two essence is kind of you know where you're at 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 the time like you can imagine a guy who's you know just been to war or something and he's like super rigid and stoic almost to the point where and you I, i know you've had clients like this before where you're getting these ultra like masculine guys that actually do need to release yeah. more well, and dance more and yeah. tap into their yeah, feminine. because you have both, every human has those sides inside of them. So wherever they're at, you know, um, yeah, you can speak about it in many different ways. Mm. But if a guy's obviously like that, then yeah, 100% come do breath work. And well, I think everyone should do breath work anyway, just to see who they really are and create space for who they really are. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. What what's the typical client that you kind of see, like from from both male and female? Like you said before, you, you know, this is how masculinity grows in solitude and mm. by austerity and challenge, and femininity grows with pleasure and energy and light and all mm. these things that you and I are really interested in at the moment. Yeah, you know, for personal reasons and professional reasons. Yeah. But like, what kind of typical clients do you see, and you know, what are kind of their issues, like men and women? Um, I feel like I attract people that have been through the same stuff that I've been through. Like Mm. normally for females, they've either been in relationships where they've been cheated on or, you know, the men have been assholes. (laughs) I'm just saying. Um, Or um, clients that have had anxiety and panic attacks because obviously I've been through that. Um, And in terms of male stuff, it's normally to do, I attract males that need help in their relationships. Um, I always find they need help in with their partners or where they're at in their relationships. And I try and offer, obviously, help with that and guiding the breath work through that as well. Mm. Yeah. So I feel like people that have been through similar stuff to me, which is obviously amazing because I can help through experience and breath work and meditation and fitness and mm. spirituality, which I'm obsessed with. <laughs> what is it about spirituality? Like, what what is that? what does that word even mean? Uh, to me, I think it means like just being in touch, like with your true, authentic self, like soul, um, and then always trying to make that better through different different discoveries, like different ways. There's like a million things. Like, yeah, I just love anything to do with it. Mm. Anything, you know. It gives you like a mission as well to like what's yeah, for me. Like, how can I follow my mm. heart more and. Yeah, like today I listened to a podcast about like shad- like your shadow self and your shadow work. And I was like, got home and I'm like, right. Yeah. <laughs> Where else is my shadow hiding? You know, that was like today. And then, yeah. You do a lot of that though. Like your whole business is set up around I know. shadow work. I know. I know. Yeah. I'm always just looking for more ways. Mm. Yeah. Do you have any ideas of where the next place you might go will be? 
in terms of doing more of the shadow work, what which is another way of saying just inner healing. Yeah, work, yeah, you know, well, well more good. understanding of how things Self. have made you you. Yeah, um, I really want to do like some reiki stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been called to that a lot recently, and then I'm not sure. I just want to keep adding to the tool bag. You know. Probably meditation teaching in terms of guided. I'd quite like to do that as well. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Mm. That's, you've not ever told me that. <laughs> I know most you of have, what you, you have s- questions for me and I have surprises for you. You do. You definitely do. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I feel like I'd quite like to do that. I didn't before because I was like, oh, I don't think I could be that person. In breathwork, I'm like, come on, <laughs> get it out, let's go. Cry. Yeah, Yell. let's do it. Yeah. Um... But, yeah, I feel like I'm probably going more to both of them. So I could offer both. But I definitely, yeah. Yeah. That's probably the next thing. But I'm still too obsessed with just doing breathwork stuff. Yeah. People are loving it too. Oh, loving it. It's good. It's good for the time right now. I think because people are lost and isolated. Yeah. You've seen, like, patterns emerge with, like, what people are dealing with now, like being unable to really go out and do as much as they normally can. Yeah. Definitely people have to, like, sit with their thoughts more because a lot of them are are sitting inside and it's bringing up um, a lot of stuff around relationships because they're being with their partner way more often. And the other thing is, is, like, which is I didn't expect is people are, like, afraid like Mm. people are really fear like fearful scared of this whole thing that's going on so yeah they come and breathe it all out and shift it um that's been really common which i didn't expect to yeah to happen afraid of what though like what what do you mean like afraid of just loads of different fears around the virus like Mm. what's going to happen with that with their job family money you know all all the things yeah yeah, and practice practicing like just being able to go with the flow a bit more. Yeah. And I suppose it's just like a time where because you can't compos- possibly control it, practicing letting go literally mm-hmm. yeah, of other things in tough. your life and, you know, being in that control freak place. Mm-hmm. And also if you let go of too much, you don't have any control over anything. Yeah. So you've like got to balance. have that balance between yeah, chaos sure. and control freak. Yeah. Yeah. And how that plays in your life. and mm-hmm. mm. For sure. For sure. Yep. The breath work is 100% helping. So that's the main thing. Mm. Yep. Love it, Bonnie. Mm-hmm. Outside of work? What's going on? Um, this is like the, the Siobhan catch-up sesh. I know. <laughs> um, outside. <sighs> I don't know. I feel like <laughs> all the time um this is no do we even have a relationship i know we do we have, we have a good relationship amazing relationship yeah it's fine i know i'm just obsessed with my dogs yeah <laughs> our two our two beagles i am like that that's it um yeah just ca- i'm catching up with all my friends now i know I, like, I know we had a big weekend of catching up with friends and yeah that's it really that's good yeah yeah I suppose like it's it's good when you actually like your job because it doesn't really feel like I've never once heard you refer to breathwork as work. Never. Apart from the fact that there's work in the word breathwork. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, you you don't you just seem to really you you seem to have really kind of found your flow with that yeah. one. And yeah, I'm loving it. Would you ever want to be a coach again? No. No. Never. Done forever. Yeah. Hundred percent. Moving on. Yeah, that's done. <laughs> 
you know, I'd still obviously like if people ask me for, I mean, they still do like help or advice. I'd still like to give it because I can. Mm. Um, but that's as far as it goes. <laughs> no sessions. Yeah. I'm yeah. more going into the, the spiritual kind of, yeah, that's, that's the next path for me. I think. Yeah. Until something else comes along. And I think it's good because spirituality, like you said, based on your definition before of coming back to the truth of who you are mm. and finding a lane, creating a lane in this world, um, helps people create theirs. You yeah. know, I think one of the reasons why, and I'm biased about this, but the why I love your marketing so much is because it's very authentic. I, I believe, I, well, I mean, I know because there's no change between what you put out there and who you are. This, like is, this, so. is this is this. <laughs> yeah. I like to think <clears throat> that. It's hard for a lot of people, though. Mm. People find that quite hard, you know. I just I can't even relate to that, you know. I think it's gotten better, though. I think you, like, you, I don't think you ever had an issue with it, but I think you're um, only growing in the confidence of being able to put your real self out there now yeah that's why I think I really I like the idea now that I've just got this one page and then mm. that's it you know I'll just that that's all I have to is just be me and talk about breath work as well because and that's a part of me now too so mm. yeah yeah it's good yeah loving it <laughs> what else one um I don't know that was it. I just I really wanted us to discuss um the water fast. And that was it, really. That was the main the main thing that I've kind of not discussed on my Instagram. I think people are like, how did it go and what's been happening? So now I can now we can share this and they can <laughs> listen into it. Yeah. You getting any more thought to the book? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I would no, I would. I would really like to do it. Um probably after like a couple a year, a couple of years maybe. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Just of like why? Why why that far away? Because then I've got more under my belt. I see. I see. <laughs> you know, more humans, more breathwork people, more stories. Even though I've got like a million stories, I need to start collecting them really. Mm. You can get people to you know, ride in theirs as well. And mm-hmm. that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Really for, cool. Sure. Mm. for sure. I think it's so brilliant writing and obviously I'm very biased about it, but like it gives you power over it, you know, mm. your story. It's yeah. like, that was an aspect of who I was. Mm-hmm. That was then, this is now that detachment, you know, that doesn't own me. I own it. Well, I just say to people like after breath work, I'm like, go journal because it gets it out of the body. Mm. Like, the whole point in breath work is getting all your shit out of the body because we don't want to hold on to it it's the same as writing yeah no it's another tool get it out of the body so you're not holding it or you can like treasure it like a book and Mm. have it forever that's why I really want all these stories yeah I really like what you said then Vaughn treasure it so you can love it and own it because that's the thing as well like once it's released and detached it's not necessarily shit Mm -hmm. anymore no it's parts you can look back on yourself and enjoy and reflect upon and yeah if you love who you are now. Yeah, 100%. You'll have it forever. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have like a um, journal outline that people can do when something comes up for them in breathwork? Um, 
No, because it's probably not my strength journaling. So when I do breath work, um, I will say to people, like, I just do bullet points. So I'm like, right, what came up? And then if I need to elaborate on the bullet points, then I elaborate on them. So maybe just, like, whatever came up in the session, do, like, select bullet points and then elaborate on each bullet point and, you know, let your pen flow. Hmm. Um but yeah, I mean, I did it on my course and I was like crying as I was writing. <laughs> I know. You know. So it's obviously very therapeutic. Um, Do we still have those notes? <laughs> oh God, no. Fucking. <laughs> Dogs ripped it up. <laughs> Dogs destroyed every single piece of information I, I know. about breath work. Everything. I, I know. Gone. That's all in my head and I have to trust it. Yeah. And you will. You yeah, will. of course. It's, it I'm can... still devastated. I like, I like my notes. <laughs> I know. But you can write them again and, you know, if they're still up in your head, you can write them again and you can use them for the book. Oh, of course. I mean, I've not referred to them in a very long time. True. So, you know. You hardly ever referred to them. No, I don't. I just like having them there just yeah. as a safety net, which I don't need anymore. But Yeah, we're, we're trying to um, think of what happened. The dog's like, for everyone's context, Siobhan had her notes on the ground we walked home one day yeah. and the whole thing was shredded in this room. Yeah. I had like three notepads. Three filled. notepads worth of shredding by the dogs. Yeah. They were just very, very blissfully looking up at us as though they'd done nothing wrong. I'm so you know? excited to see you. Yeah. Now here's all your trash. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Go yeah. pick it up so we can play more. So like it was very symbolic. We're trying to look at that experience. Yeah. You were. I'm like. It's oh, symbolic. Shit. It's like, yeah, you don't need it anymore. You can dispense yeah. with it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, Vaughn, what about um, some goals, I suppose, in between now and the next podcast? We're 20 episodes away or something like that before, you yeah, know. Yeah, true. That's a good point, actually. So what would you like to... I'm really wanting to hold, which people keep asking me, um, hold a breathwork event in like a really, like in a bigger space. So the reason I'm not doing them in the shed at the moment is because it's a, it's a pretty small space. Um, and obviously the, this whole virus thing is spread by breathing, you know, and I teach deep breathing. So, Mm. you know, just for everyone's safety and my own, I'm not going to hold them in there until it's like well gone. And it seems like we're going backwards. So we interesting to see where we are in 20 episodes. Um, so I want to, my goal is to try and find a place where I can hold a, a big event and do like a breathwork event and, tailor it to like um like inner child or trauma or something like a specific sort of thing um yeah that's like a goal for that that's the dog that's Archie that's one of them just interrupting our podcast um that's one goal um I'm not really sure about I mean yeah and we want to move house that's the second goal (laughs) True. So our landlords will listen to this podcast. Yeah. Um, so finding a new epic house and I really want to move further, way further out of Melbourne and you want to stay in this area. So. Well, we'll see. We'll see. That's like a personal goal. Um, to move. Yeah. To hold a workshop session. Yeah. Congruent with, you know, what, inner child healing? Yeah, something. something I've specific. got a few topics. Like I've got like five that I'm going to try and... I'm going to ask, obviously, the, the people what they want. The humans. It's all about them, the humans. Um, yeah, I'm trying to – I don't really have any other – like, I probably should get something. It's made me realise I need to get some more goals. Just this question. Like, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, shit, I have, like, two. Two goals. I know I only have, like, ten. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty happy just flowing along right yeah. now. Yeah. I know. You seem very chilled out at the moment. I know. I really am. Yeah. 
it's really good. Yeah, I think that's a good point. People people yeah, seem to think to. that they have to do this is a lesson I've only just learnt for my own self, is like this incessant need to do all the time. Mm. And you're clearly flying the flag of being. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Which is really good. It's good it's nice nice and motivating for me. <laughs> certainly shorten my goal list and you know, as long as I can work out when I want and meditate and write. Yeah, you know. and that's like the daily things. Yeah, know? and I then you got to work. But. Move and meditate, and I'm fine every day. Whether that's like walking the dog, and I do different meditations every day. So. You always say, "When did you start saying that?" Move and meditate. Yeah, all the time. Move and meditate every day, and you'll be fine. <laughs> Why did you say your... that phrase? I just said move and meditate. <laughs> right. Okay. That's, that's it's like thing. I always say since now. <laughs> since my past. Life. Yeah. <laughs> no. Move and meditate. Mm. Cool, funny. Yeah. Love having you on the show. Thanks. I love being on the show. Mm. It's a good mini catch-up. I love being on your coffee chats. I know. IGTVs. We need to do more of those. Yeah, they're fun. They're really fun. Maybe we could try and chuck one in right now Well, if we've got time. Yeah. I love um, working with you as well with the programs. They're really fun. Yeah. They're really fun. It's worked out really well. Yeah. People get the counseling and the breath work. Yeah, and they also, people always need someone to chat to afterwards, you know. Mm, I think it helps to unpack and integrate and because things will come up. And it's not like you're not someone they can chat to. You know, I think you're brilliant at what you do. Um, But having the frameworks of the journals that the clients write and stuff, I think is really, really powerful. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fun little team thing we've got going on. I know, it's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, Mm. love it, love it. Well, until next time. Yes. Love you. Love you too. Thanks for having me. Guys, thanks very much. Talk soon.